The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to the Angel Tarot Show with best-selling author and Angel Tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels, combine with the wisdom of Tarot, and create the magical life you deserve. Hey everybody, it is Radley here with the Angel Tarot Show happening at mindbodyspirit.fm for those that are you listening in. Or if you are very visual and you want to watch us, you can be a voyeur over on YouTube where we are also presenting this. So today we are having back a guest that we had back, had before in episode 32. Uh, you guys loved him. I knew you would. So we are having him back. His name is Jim Bridgen. He is an accomplished minister with extensive public sector leadership roles in the government and military. He had received his ordination as a minister in the United States Air Force, and where he balanced his full-time duties by currently leading services and Bible studies. He is continuing this bivocational ministry. Jim earned his Master of Divinity and then served in both the Air National Guard and Active Air Force. Currently, he works as a human resources professional for the U.S. government. Now, Jim has a very special and magical vision to bring his professional and service life together in Avalon Chapel. Avalon is set to launch in the fall of 2023 and will foster an in-person community deeply rooted in creation spirituality, where the sacredness and the interconnectedness of all creation are joyfully celebrated. He is a daddy. He has been married to Becky Bridgham for 21 years, and they have four children, Joshua, Shiloh, Samantha, and a 10-month-old name, Sage. Much like my household, this his household is overlorded by two Siberian Huskies, Luna and Nayla, who are the people who actually call the shots. And in his leisure time, he enjoys weightlifting, teaches yoga and reads, and basically is just a renaissance dude all the way around. Hi, Jim. Welcome back. Hi, Thanks for having me. It's so good to have you. So today we are continuing our series about working with Archangel Ariel. Now, I not too long ago did a mastermind uh, class in uh, Palm Springs, California. Uh, Jim was a part of that. And as part of their uh, coming into the mastermind, they were supposed to tell me who their favorites, favorite archangels were. And there was a bunch of people and it was Michael and it was Gabriel and it was Raphael and it was the archangels that you kind of expected to be. But Jim shocked me, surprised me by saying that his favorite archangel was Ariel. So we're going to be getting a little bit of insight into why that is and what Ariel represents for him and for me as well. But before we do that, I wanted to kind of like have a philosophical chat about where this information comes from when it comes to angels 
at all. I find myself as a person who is constantly researching angels and has a stack of books tall enough for me to sit on at my desk if I so chose to find myself constantly going back to this research material. But then also because I can't help it, I do have a scientific mind and to be going but where did this come from in the first place? Yep. And and what is the resource for this information that we're getting that was saying that this angel's this and that angel is that? Uh, there is a perfectly dreadful piece of material called the Book of Enoch, where a lot of this sort of comes from, um, which I don't recommend. And yet, at any given moment, is probably number one on Amazon for angels. Great. So I'm curious, Jim, what do you think about all this material that we are working from that is ancient and where did it come from? Oh, well, first, again, thank you for having me back. So uh, I'll, so God created angels, but they're mentioned in almost every faith tradition. Zoroastrianism, going back, it's crazy. It goes, I mean, they've been around in history, represented on walls, on pictures, uh, going back thousands, tens of thousands of years that we know for sure, if not longer. So we know that they're created beings in some way. Now, uh, my faith tradition happens to be rooted in Christianity, so some of my uh, thoughts will come from that, but I just want to honor the fact that these are represented everywhere. I mean, you can find them in Native American traditions, in areas of China, uh, Manichaeanism, which was a large world religion at one point, all of them represent angels in some form. So I'll jump in um, and then tell me if there's interrupt me with questions, Randall. You know me. I can go uh, off on you things. Know I always have the caffeine. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's never enough caffeine in the world. And like last time, I do speak at 20,000 words per minute with gusts of 50. Tried. It's just going to keep going. So not every angel's name that we know and use in angel wisdom tarot or angel tarot appear in scripture, but they appear in documents from mystics, uh, sometimes other historical documents representing them. Uh, Ariel in particular isn't mentioned in Christian scripture by that term, but the name, but the word is, and the words associated with Jerusalem and rulers. Right. Um, so it's very an inter interesting background. So angels themselves though, they're again, created beings. And, and the thing is, if you don't, you don't need to know any other data other than the meaning of the word, which means messenger. They're messengers of God, and they all have unique roles, purposes, just like us, uh, to fulfill on earth. What else do you need to hit? Because I can hit, no, go no, at no, this no, from no, a lot no, of directions. No, so. No, so, but, but it's like, but, so let's let's stick with Ariel for Grins okay. and Giggles, sure. because she isn't, or, well, I mean, you can use whatever gender you want. Angels don't have genders. I However, she. I, I use she. But we, how do we know that Ariel is the archangel of nature? How do we know that archangel Ariel has the attributes that she has? How do we know that she maybe comes in pale pink colors? How do we know this stuff? Because that's where I get yeah. stuck down the rabbit hole. So I think it's experience over time. Okay. Like, so if you look going back historically, so not just our experience, like, which is valid. Like, let's say you had an experience, you felt that pale pink. I've had that experience with her. It's been super interesting times working with her. Um, anyway, but when you go back in history, you'll see representations of her with a lion's head which is very right. interesting considering the card, or you'll see other interactions of her with nature. And throughout that, it seems that other people throughout history are having the same experience when they're thinking of her. To me, that validates it. It doesn't mean we can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she you know, is, is involved with nature greatly uh, or that she's the lioness of God, which goes with her name, uh, but you, you'd see that she has those attributes represented by others throughout over time. 
All right, so let's take that another place. Okay, so yep. this is stuff that gets old. Michael stuff, old, old, right? Michael yep. stuff, old, old. Raphael, old, old. Gabriel, old, old. Uriel, mm-hmm. old, old. Though that silly little Catholic dude who decanonized him, I'm still mad at him. So some of this is really old. Some of this not as old. If I can go to, I can go like a scurrying down my little rabbit hole of angels and find websites of people who are talking about archangels that I have never heard of, got nothing behind it. I can't find it any place. So how do we decide whether or not, okay, Rainbow Jenny is not just making things up in her own mind of creativity, but that she's actually tuning in to an archangel whose name is, I don't know, let's say Seraphiel, okay, or um, Archangel, um, well, there's Seraphiel, I'm just like, or Archangel Melchizedek. Or these archangels where it's like, I don't know where this came from. So how do we differentiate between the dude who's been dead for 3,000 years who talked about Michael and the person who's alive in the here and now who's who's channeling an archangel and what makes one right and not the other one right or both right or what? So it's going to be really difficult. So Deuteronomy 33 talks about angels having tens of thousands, like an innumerable amount of angels appearing. And we know that there's only a few mentioned in scripture who also used to all have their holy day. And now they are condensed to one, uh, which I'm like, why did that happen? I feel like that we're like shoving all the angels to one day, but I don't get it. And very few are named in scripture. I think you hit three R and then I think the fourth, uh, I think there's the, um, there's uh, the, um, and so, but what, what I get at with with all of it is that there's there's a lot we don't know. Um, so there's generally accepted lists. You have one of those lists. You've seen others. However, there's a chance they might be channeling another angel that that's part of that host from heaven. The things we do know about them is that they're extremely powerful and, and have their own will, just like we have free will. They're under the direction of God. They serve God. They want to. They also want to serve humanity, help us get up. I uh, use the Jacob's ladder analogy of like going up the ladder. They want to help us get through our life and all the difficulty. But we know they're powerful. There's a, a great story I like to give when I'm talking about angels. Alicia, who's this Old Testament prophet, he's going with a, with a servant and they're going, trying to escape this army. So they're out in the field and they go to bed and the servant gets up in the morning and he's like, ah, and looks outside. They're totally surrounded by this huge army, like completely surrounded just to catch him and the servant. And he's like, Alicia, Alicia, there's like oh, thousands of people. And he gets up and he's like, those who are with us are more than those who are against us. And he's like, he needs another cup of coffee. Like there's no, <laughs> and it's like, you know, just, just one angel can do everything. They're so powerful. And they, and why I think I gravitate to them is in our lives, we have challenges like that that seem insurmountable, surrounded by an army, a diagnosis, you know, a relationship issue, a job challenge. It's like the angels can help you through it because they have such an incredible amount of power to do so. So in the, the short answer is faith. It's true. I, was, I can't give short answers, Radley. I no, have no, 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 I don't want you to. But the, the summary of all of this, yeah. as I have come to the conclusion of, as well, is that it's faith, is yeah. that at some point we have to go, you know what? I was taught in this, this circle of 15 archangels. I was taught that there are infinite more, but here's 15. Diana Cooper, who I adore, teaches seven. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just these things. 
And where Radley always falls down is I don't care which one you believe, just believe in something. Yes. The angels don't and angels don't care what you call them, just call them. And so it's it's whichever system works for us and resonates is the system that works. So I have a theory too. This is a, a relatively recent theory where I believe that we have source, okay? Because now we're going to head into the pink ray that is REL. So I have this theory that there's source and that source is a bright white light, okay? And, and this comes from my workings with the amazing, fabulous Dougal Frazier, okay? Who is the color dude, right? Mm-hmm. And so here we have white, which is the combination of all colors. And so here's God. Poof. All right, God, big white light or source or whatever word you want to use. And so the archangels are basically the beam of light that is the divine hitting a prism. And out the, when, you, when light hits a prism, out comes the bottom, all these different colors. And so we have Michael, which I describe as sapphire blue. Other people use royal blue, but let's go with blue. Okay. Mm-hmm. So out comes blue. And so Michael is this like energetic representation that's real. Not, a, I don't want to say representation makes it sound like it's fake, but it's like the element of source that is about safety, protection, life purpose, mm-hmm. the things that Michael is known for. But he is not the entirety of the divine. He is merely a reflection of that element of aspect of the divine. And boom, here comes the green light that comes out. And now here's the element of the divine that is Raphael, our physical health, perhaps our journeys through life and our, and maybe even relationships of love. And boom, here is this light and it comes out and it's yellow or it's gold and it's Uriel and it's the aspect of God that is epiphany and life transformation. And so all of these archangels are like, in my viewpoint at this point in my life, this element of a concentration of a single aspect of the divine, the divine being all of it. That's why it's the divine, right? But here he has gone, well, I'm going to like... I shouldn't say it this way, but I'm going to dumb this down for the humans, okay, and send them these reflections of myself that are the aspects, because we as human beings love to categorize things, and so we love to name them, label them, put them in little boxes, and so God's like, yeah, okay, I am your safety and protection, and I am your physical health, and I am your epiphany, and I am your whatever, but here's these rays of the message that is me and it's different pieces that are coming down into the rays and so how does that sound to you i think it's great i mean i'll add something specifically for Dougal if he ever listens to this Uh, although he and i share a love of japan and uh, the power the power rangers started in japan and if you think of power rangers which is such a great show growing up like go go power rangers like they show up they have all this immense power they can transform to all kinds of cool things but ultimately they all have a specific role to support the overall mission which is defeating the bad guys right like gotta get those Uh bad guys in this case and so when you think of Raphael, you know showing up with that green light when you experience the green light it might be like maybe the ranger showing up to deal with whatever the challenges in your life and you know that story with sage um our child my child is 10, 10 months old now but when she was born had major medical complications 
And uh, there was a little challenge uh, with the potential malpractice thing that happened and uh, some chemical got in her leg. Um, they actually came in and told Becky and I when she was less than two weeks old that they were going to have to amputate her entire leg. And that's just not easy. Like uh, no matter what you are as a parent and I can talk about it now without totally breaking down, although people have seen me talk about it, just break down. And uh, what was not funny is that night we went to bed where no, it's going to happen the next morning. And I've never prayed like that in my life. I mean, I prayed like crazy. Becky's sleeping next to me in this little NICU room. And uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I looked over at the NICU, like there's a little place the baby is. And she'd had all kinds of wires and everything in her. And uh, I look over and I see, and you, can, you don't have to believe this if you don't want to. I was tired. I was sleep deprived. But I sincerely believe I saw Raphael above her and I saw a green light coming down on Sage. And it's like, it's going to be okay. Uh, and the next morning when they came in to do the surgery and they come in pretty early in children's Denver, uh, they come and do the surgery and they, there was no capillary refill on her toes the night before. So that means there's no blood flowing. They're like, oh, just a little bit of blood refill. We'll come back in two hours. And we're like, okay. And we're going from like, okay, to cry, right? Like back and forth. Mm -hmm. And uh, they came back two hours later and they're like, we just might be able to take above the knee. And I'm like, Okay. Like, and uh, by the end of the day, no surgery was necessary and it hasn't to date. Like there's some issues she has, but overall she's a perfectly healthy baby. And so for me, that's an example of how Raphael can show up and manifest to me in that green light that I believe was him coming and, and healing Sage in that situation. And, and I think it's funny that she is named for something that is green. I know, which was not intended, but now she has everything she'll ever want. She's the most spoiled baby in the world. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> as a result. So, uh, okay, so let's chat up Ariel, who yeah. I can't help but thinking of as being dressed in green. So I'm going to give the little spiel that is Radley on Archangel Ariel. So Ariel's name means the lioness of God. Comes in a pale pink color, but is not a girly girl kind of archangel. So for the way that she presents to me is not this archangel that is in white flowing robes and all of that kind of stuff, but more akin to an elf from the Lord of the Rings. Uh, she's dressed for work. She's dressed for running through the forest. She's there as the archangel of nature and therefore manifestation, which we'll get to in a minute. But she is, she's the archangel that is protecting the animals of planet Earth. She runs through the forest in her green tunic and green pants, carrying with her a bag on her side that in my visualization with her is full of jewels and coins representing her ability to manifest. She's tied to manifestation because she's tied to nature. And literally everything we have comes from dun, 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 nature. <laughs> I was like... It's all coming from Earth, folks. That's all where it's coming from. For me, she has long, straight red hair, green eyes, and a pink halo. Um, I rarely see her with wings, though I know that she probably that she has them, but she just doesn't show that way. To me, she is, and this is some of the the, the storyline behind Ariel. Is she fairy? Is she angel? Um, she is funny she's happy go lucky she is joyful in the her uh, presentation i find her to be almost mischievous she has an adorable relationship with michael and i like to think of these two together because one of the things that ariel is known for is courage and michael is safety and protection 
And so when you've got these two together, you've got this like unbeatable, unstoppable force that is the force of the divine in your protection, the force of nature in your protection, and boom, you put them together, and man, oh man, are you safe. I use her for um, also for protection of my my children. My children have four paws. So every single day, it's dear Archangel Ariel and Raphael, please bless and protect Riley and Faith, keeping them safe and free from harm in all ways, physical and um, magical. May they never be lost from home and never be lost from me and Lee. And so that's my little prayer for my little babies. Tell me about your experience with Ariel, because you have never told me, and I am dying to know what it's like. Yeah, so it's actually interesting. When we first started, um, when we were at the first CAA uh, down in Tampa, there was an exercise where we went through kind of going like a parade of Mm -hmm. angels coming through. And it's funny, because before I worked with Ariel before, just because she seems to, maybe it's because I like Lord of the Rings, but I've had some interactions with her previously, but nothing like profound. And I went down there and uh, as you're going through the parade, each angel's coming through and I felt nothing, Radley, zero. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing this wrong. Like I'm a meditator. I'm like, maybe I'll get there. And all of a sudden Ariel came and I'll tell you, it's probably the second most profound spiritual experience of my life. And that's saying something we're literally on fire. And I was like, ah, and what was funny, what was revealed to me at that moment, because I got that mischievous, like, like, look, like Uh um, part of my journey, part of my faith journey was looking more at how creation should be a part of our faith, like how we honor the earth as a way to honor God. And I believe that because everything's created good and with a blessing, we should do that. Um, so I pursued um, Druidry. So a part of the uh, order of bards, ovates, and druids, it's a British order where we kind of learn metaphysical stuff. And as part of it, you have a guide guides you in your mind as you do serious visualizations. And what I realized at Tampa was that guide that's been there was Ariel the whole time, but I just didn't realize it because of kind of the garb. It's in your mind, again, creating these visualizations look different. And so for me, working with her before and after now, realizing I was working with her before that she's been a part of my kind of reconnection with nature. And, you know, as a veteran, like I, I had a lot of challenges from service that kind of track with me with various diagnoses. And sometimes that it can be just have anxiety, just have anxiety. It's just one more benefit of service. I joke around well, <laughs> and being, and being in nature is, is helpful. And what I realized is Ariel has been having, even though that's not her primary role, but a healing influence on me through nature and back to the creation of the angels. Like everyone has a message. These, these angels that show up are giving us a message. And I think the message here is like, I can find strength by entering into nature. So that's why I connect with her so strongly. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for get healthy with sound a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
There was a time where before Lee and I left Denver to come where we live now, I couldn't get away from her. And I didn't know why. Lee and I had not made that decision. It was still winter. We, you know, I'm freezing to death on my angel walks where I go for an angel walk and just see what archangel shows up. And I would leave my house through the garage, out the back door to head towards my little path that I would go on a walk. And she would just be there. And she was coy about it. I would just be like, not that I don't love you to pieces, because I do. The why are you here every day, day in, day out? And without me even knowing it, it's like Lee and I energetically or at some level subconsciously, we're starting this whole thing where we're going to be doing a major manifestation. We are going to manifest this cross-country move to live in some place new and literally dig up our lives and throw the dirt into the air and start over in a new place. And so I felt like she was there for us on a manifesting level when we didn't even know we were in a manifesting level of space. So yes. do you work with her from, from the manifestation? Uh, to, so totally. And, and the funny thing is sometimes the manifestations that you get with her has that mischievous like side effect. It's they're good. They're great. But there's something about it that's like, ha, um, at least that's how I think. And <laughs> right. so we so when we were working with her to get our Huskies, this was at the tail end of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And Huskies are extremely expensive. And I, I was deployed uh, during some of the pandemic. Um, and my kids asked me on Christmas over Zoom, uh, like, can we get Husky. And I was like, yes, because I was just totally emotional being away and all that. And so we come back and then I look at the price tag and I'm like, no. (laughs) And so we're like, so I'm like, Ariel, you know, help me with this manifestation process. And what's funny is I see a sign and we're in Aurora, Colorado, and a sign's on our uh, like a a mailbox like up there. And it's just a community mailbox said Huskies, like $800. And that's just unheard of with all this. I was, trust me, it's like missing a zero at one point in the pandemic. So I'm like, nah, this can't be right. It must be a scam. It turns out it's our neighbor directly across the street, but there's more, there's more. So we go, we're like, oh, we're going to get Nala. She's the sweet dog, like barely a Husky doesn't move around much. And when we go to pick her up, they're like, would would you take a, would you take another one? And I'm like, no, no, I I don't want to buy two. And they're like, we will give her to you totally free with shots. I'm like, okay, like, sure, we'll take the other one. Well, it turns out she'd been returned multiple times. Like no one wanted her because she has ADD and a Husky with like ADD is just a whole ball of wax. And if you know, you know, like anybody who's Mm -hmm. listening. And so what's funny is we manifested too. And and the thing is the blessing of that has forced all of us to be outside so much more. And it's been kind of a weird blessing. I have a Sherpa coat I wear in the winter here because of the Uh snow, because they're rated for negative 70. But the manifestation piece there of helping to not just get what we wanted, but double of what we wanted, like to love our little dogs, which we do love. They're not little anymore, but we love them to death, even when they're furry. Fur is everywhere and hair is everywhere. Uh, So that's an example of how I've worked with her. And it's so typical of her, I think, in that fairy-ish almost element of the the way that she works is is for it to be like, I'll get him two and one of them will be a handful. You know, and I mean, she's crazy. We love her, but she's totally crazy. <laughs> just glad she was. A, I was giving a presentation uh, for work, and so there's like hundreds of people on this call. I'm talking. She just comes up and pause, come on to the side, just like this, and she's like, "Sorry, my my husky has no manners." So uh, it is what it is. So or I mean, my husky has something to say. 
something to say, which is why I'm shocked she's asleep right now. It's great. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, so uh, th- those are my thoughts on it. Now, Luna, <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> if she came up now, it would be perfect. <laughs> so it's metaphorical. But one of the ways that I see uh, working with Ariel is that she provides us with these gold coins. And even yep. she says it's metaphorical. Okay. I don't know if you experience it that way, but mm-hmm. it's like this whole thing of here is an element of of manifestation for you. I think of it like throwing a gold coin into a fountain. And she's like basically saying, here's the coin, you throw it into the fountain and wish for whatever you want. And so this whole element of, because we're human beings of this archangel saying, yeah, well, in order for you to manifest, you have to believe it. So I'm going to give you something that you can think of as tangible, even though it's Mm -hmm. not. And you can take this and turn it into whatever you want it to be. But does Ariel for you have some sort of like physical representation of what she is um, presenting for your manifestations? Or is it purely just the mindset that you're providing? Well, I have uh, gold coins on like my home altar. So because of Ariel. So that's just to remind uh, myself that that's kind of how she leaves leaves little clues of where to go. So that's how um, that shows up for me. Uh, But I also think it's like being aware that she might do that anywhere. Sometimes, although it's, they're not gold, sometimes I'll notice coins on the ground and not always like pennies, but things like, oh, there's a quarter there. That's weird. And to me, that's her kind of knowing that manifestations afoot. Um, I also see numbers with her. And I know where you're about to do the angel number course. And one of the things I've noted with me is uh, I have a significant number in my life, 56. It was my student number in high school ended up being in my like significant like repeated in my college number has shown up a lot of places so uh even this morning coming back from dropping my spouse the airport for this i'm like oh i'm all nervous like am i gonna do okay this time and what i found was uh like i saw five six everywhere it's never on every license plate like it was like the last two numbers each time like i'm gonna get a lottery ticket like this is everywhere and so to me that's an example of like this is how she would show me again it shows up differently for others but that's how i would see um, see her show up. What do you, so just as a side, what do you think the significance of 56 is? So I, I think for me, it's calling. Like, I know that it has a different number. Uh, I don't have my book in front of me exactly. Don't I was worry. telling you, I feel oh. like it's affirming a call. Um, an example, uh, when I was still Air Force chaplaining, uh, I had a, a unit that was very difficult. It was super hard to work with. Um, just a lot of heartbreak and just a lot of counseling, very oh. difficult counseling. I remember driving to work one day from home to there and I'm like, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? And a car speeds up next to me. And this is in Virginia, like flies in front of me. And like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be mad at this person. And the license plate was 5656. That was it. And I said, to me, that's confirming calling because sometimes I feel like no matter where you are in your personal journey, like we need someone to say like, you're on the right path, keep going. And now to be like, I, and I literally was like, fine. <laughs> right. It wasn't like, like having a spiritual moment is like, okay. So that's a, uh, that's how. Uh, okay, cool. So Ariel for me also has this tendency to show up with other archangels. I find that she does that. And I've always sort of felt like that it's her basically saying, yes, but I'm also bringing along a pal who can help you to manifest what it is that you're interested in. So it's a, for me, she's like almost this like archangel that has a tendency to make introductions. Now we think of Raguel for that. For those of you who don't know Raguel, Raguel is a friend of God and has a tendency to make introductions. But I feel like Ariel basically brings along a pal. Have you experienced that at all? 
Yeah. And, and so I mentioned Raphael earlier um, and uh-huh. in another part of my story, if you don't mind me sharing, because uh, uh, I always joke that I'm my favorite topic. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really not. I'm not egotistical, but I, I try not to be at least. Um, but in the military service, I, I had sustained a brain injury, probably multiple over time. And, and in light of that, there's a lot of challenges that come with traumatic brain injury. And mine are long lasting in some ways. That's why you'll hear me just go off in the distance and, and I've learned strategies. But as part of it, at one point, I had to relearn nouns. So I was actually, even though all the school I've been to, it's kind of embarrassing to go back and like learn how to speak. I, I would at one point was saying like the floaty thing on the water, like trying to remember boat as a noun, like certain words just just had to develop how to go through it. And so for me, like why Ariel is showing up with Raphael is that at one point I said, maybe I can't talk in front of people anymore. I used to, I had a distinct thought, and this is not that long ago thinking, you know, I probably shouldn't talk in front of people because of, you know, what if I get lost in my speech? What if I forget my notes or what I'm supposed to say? And Ariel confirms the calling that I'm supposed to keep doing that. But Raphael's there to know that even though technically there shouldn't be any improvement, you know, I joke that I have half my brain tied behind my back at any given moment, but I feel like Raphael's done a healing work and continues to heal as I move and follow kind of in obedience, this calling I feel like to help other people. So that, that's my, my two uh, that work together. Another thing that Ariel is known for and that I work with all the time, even though I don't want to personally need it, is I work with Ariel because she's said to be along with Raphael, and I still don't know why, but along with Raphael, the archangel that helps us to find lost pets. And I don't, I I can't pin down why it's Raphael with her, but it, it's like, I, it's, that's part of it. But Ariel was like the archangel when we temporarily lost Riley, where Riley was mm, askew and she was missing. Yeah, that was not pretty. That was that was like a year of therapy. She was who I was calling to, and it's like you have got to bring my girl back. You have to. You have to. You have to. I have to have my girl back. I also use Ariel when I see like a sign that says, you know, I don't know. Why can't I come up with the dog name? Spot is missing. Okay. It's like Spot is missing. Please call this number. One of the things I always say is Derek Angel, Ariel, and Raphael, please bring Spot back to the perfect place. I don't say bring Spot back to his family because maybe Spot left his family because Spot, that's not a good place for Spot to be. But it's like, please see that this dog finds its way to the perfect place, whatever that might be. And so I just always like to point that out to people who might have a displaced pet and they don't know where the pet is to remember that Ariel can do that. And and hopefully you've not had to do that. No, (laughs) although I think they just stay for the treats. I I don't think they actually, I know they can run away at any given point much faster than me. Mine can't Uh, because after Riley got away, we built a fortress around this house so she can't get out. Um, and I don't even think Riley wanted to get out. It's just we had traveled for 16 hours in a car. Jace had just died. Um, and so our other dog, and I think she was just flipped out about the whole thing. And she got scattered and she ran away, but we found her. So that's fine. What else do you use Ariel for that might be unusual that people wouldn't even think about? Anything? I mean, the only thing I really will reemphasize is that nature piece. There's a theory uh, called mm-hmm. forest bathing, where if you're under a lot of stress, this is peer reviewed too. You can go look it up, not Jim's idea, that if you're stressed, you have anxiety, deal with mental health challenges, in addition to counseling and the medical stuff we see, spending time in nature, going for a walk, even for 10 minutes makes a difference. 
And so for me, I, I experience her a lot, like just walking the dogs outside in all kinds of weather conditions here in Denver. Um, and that just, I feel like just emphasizing that point in nature and that abundance of nature. Um, and uh, so that's, that's how I do. So. Uh-huh. Ariel is also known to be with the weather um, in yeah. particular, the air. She is said to be the, the, the ar- archangel that comes on the air. Yeah. And in fact, a few years ago, I recorded a video, a series where I was doing a video series of all these archangels. And literally the minute that I started to talk about Ariel, I was sitting outside because where else do you talk about Ariel? The wind picked up and my notes blew. And it was like, okay, that's just like, yeah, okay, I get it. You're here and you're funny. Ha ha. For people who are experiencing uh, <laughs> yeah. weird weather, Ariel can be useful uh, for helping to pray the tornado away, if you will. So yeah. something for people to think about. Yeah, and it's interesting um, here walking. I, we t- talked about walking my Huskies. Again, they're kind of the center of our world. If they don't walk for an hour, they're going to eat like a couch. Like it's just how they work. So we walk them an hour every morning and then exercise them in the afternoon. Huskies are a commitment. And uh, anyway, um, walking them one morning, I was wearing my uh, my bed Sherpa coat. I've got all it on. I had a different form of earplugs in. And I get to the like our dog park. I'm like, oh, let me take it out. And I take it out and it won't come out. And I'm like, my ear pod won't come out. So I'm sitting there, I pull it out and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? It froze in my ear. It was like negative oh, 10 that time. So, I, and so I'm like, what's going on? And again, this goes back to Ariel helped manifest our Husky. So I believe everything that happens has divine purpose. My spouse comes, she's trying to get out with tweezers, won't come out. We end up in the urgent care, like our Huskies. Oh, no. are, oh it's crazy. <laughs> and they come in and I'm like, I'm like, I'm really sorry to waste your time with this, but I can't get this out. And I'm wearing like, I call it my hippie coat. Like it's a very bright hippie coat. If I wore this, you'd be like, who are you? Like you're, you're, this, you're normally so squared away. And so I'm in the ER with this, getting it out. And the lady, after she takes it out with this cool invention goes, you know what you should do? You should get these new AirPods, like the ones I'm wearing now. They're on sale on Amazon. This is in the like- <laughs> oh my- Oh my gosh. And, like, awesome. <laughs> and then we had this total like random spiritual conversation. And I'm like, thanks for everything you do. You guys are like literally like angels to the, oh, I believe in angels, this whole conversation just about godly stuff and leave. And what's funny is I don't know if that made a significant impact on her. I have no idea. I know I got AirPods as a result that don't freeze in my ear. I'm not, I don't make no money from that endorsement. But I will say that sometimes like, you know, Ariel manifests things that allow for opportunities that don't seem on time, don't seem appropriate or good, but are perfect, like in divine timing for someone. Um, so that that's a takeaway for me for Ariel. So are one of the other things about Ariel that I think is interesting is there is this whole element of there's a question mark and, and stuff that I read that it's like, Angel, fairy, angel, fairy. And there's, you know, there is a certain belief system that fairies are the guardian angels of animals. And so what is your thought on fairies? Do you and how they relate to Ariel? So uh, my family and his background is all Irish. So we very much oh, believe in fairies. I, I didn't know that. It's, it's <laughs> ironic, actually, if you, uh, being from Boston, it's like a requirement. Like St. Patrick's Day is like the high holy day in our house, uh, even here in Denver. Um, so anyway, uh, if you ask, ask my kids as an aside, like life lessons, I'll, one of them's like always bring a swimsuit. But the second one is if you're in fairyland, don't eat anything, uh, which if you know what that means, you know, uh, it's an Irish thing. So with, with that with that said, um, I'm not sure she fairies could be either. Like, frankly, although fairies are seen as a separate, unique being, um, mm-hmm. there's an interesting study called The Fairy Faith of the Celtic People by Yates from a long time ago where he investigates it. And people 
have lots of experiences with fairies that match that of angels. So it could be, I believe she's an angel, but some people could experience her as that. And I, and I think they have a lot of overlap. Still, if you are interested, again, I know you've done, uh, obviously, the tarot, the tarot deck. I still have it over there. Thank goodness. Yes. Um, I got, and, and what's funny about it is um, if, you, if you are interested in exploring, it's a rabbit hole as big as angels. I mean, it is a huge rabbit hole to run down, and mm-hmm. it's a very interesting one. Well, thank you, Jim, for coming to talk to us about REL. I really appreciate it. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, so you can reach me at um, it's slaydragons.org. Uh, and you can email me specifically at jim at slaydragons.org. And I am so happy to have been here. I hope this is good. I hope this has worked out for everybody and you get something from today's podcast. Absolutely. And I'm Riley Valentine. Thanks so much for everybody for joining us. I am currently teaching a class on angel numbers. So you can find out about that by going to RadleyValentine.com and clicking on events and you can find out about that. I'm also soon going to be in Denver where Jim is right now uh, because I need to go home. I need to go home. It is time. It is by the time I get there, it will have been over two years since I set set foot on what I consider to be my high holy ground. So I am going to be home for a um, mastermind class that I'll be teaching in Denver. And I'm also got a whole bunch of travel coming up. So check that out. In the meantime, thanks so much for tuning in to the Angel Tarot Show on mindbodyspirit.fm. Good to see you also on YouTube and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Angel Tarot Show with Radley Valentine. To discover more, visit RadleyValentine.com slash podcast. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Debbie-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson, we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.